Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent show discussing topics that women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So join me each week as we conquer, heal, and evolve together. Hey y'all, happy Monday. Um, first of all, let me say that if my voice sounds deep, it's because it is early in the morning, child, and I am recording this because I do not want to go another week without giving y'all a brand new episode because I was definitely tweeted last week. I was added last week because y'all play no games with me when it comes to releasing episodes for this podcast. So shout out to everyone that be rocking with me who waits for the podcast to drop every Monday morning. Um, I had a really great Sunday, hung out with some friends at the church. Um, so I didn't get home till late. Um, but I was like, let me wake up early enough Monday morning so that I can record this episode. Um, because the people need it. Um, and I've been throwing, well, not throwing, but I've been pushing this particular episode back, um, week after week. And I know y'all been hearing me mention it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just jump right into it because I still have to get to work on time. I do have duty this week. Um, so let's just jump into it. So I'm going to start out by reading um, an excerpt from my journal entry from January. um, Let me see. Y'all can hear the pages turning from January 18th. Um, 2020 at 7.15 a.m. I'm just going to read a small piece of it. Um, It says the podcast is already growing. First of all, let me give you a little, you know, um, sidebar. So what happened was this was a Saturday morning. Um, I had woke up and I just felt like God really wanted me to pray. So I began to pray, 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 pray. And then I sat down and I just journaled whatever um, God placed in my heart. And this what I'm about to read to y'all um, is a piece um, in my journal. So it says the podcast is already growing and it's growing faster than you think podcast titled the ghetto some of our intentions hearts motives lifestyles situations and decisions are ghetto but we don't want to talk about it look at jacob some of our habits are ghetto and they will keep us in the wilderness and out of the promised land our mindsets ghetto Look at the Israelites in the wilderness. Some of our insecurities are ghetto. Some of our desperate ways are ghetto. Some of us are living ghettoly. I know that's not a word, but I put it in quotation marks. Some of us are living ghettoly. And God gave us more than enough not to. Continue to seek me more and more. Walk in obedience. Don't turn to the right, left, or backwards. But keep your focus on me. I will guide you. Build the foundation. Your time is coming sooner than you think. Real soon. You are no longer a slave to your past, so don't act or think like it. I am going to I am doing a new thing and it will surpass anything I could have ever done in your past. I'm increasing your capacity. Back then, I blessed you according to your capacity, what you could handle. You don't have to live in the ghetto when I've called you to live in a palace. Mm, I forgot about that part. It pleases me to give you good things. However, I need you to want me more than the good things that you desire. You're well on your way. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't look to the left, right, or backwards. But keep your eyes on me, your heart in me, your hand in mine, and trust in me. And so, y'all, 
when I wrote that, I was like, oh my goodness, like God is stepping on my neck. Um, he's stepping on all of our necks. And so I wanted to be obedient and release this episode about the ghetto. So yesterday I also had time to work on my notes um, because I didn't want to release it prematurely. Um, so that is where this top, this topic today is coming from that God placed on my heart during prayer about majority of us and not just y'all, but me too, being ghetto, living ghetto. So many of us always say like, this is so ghetto. Like, if we got to wait too long for our food, the ghetto. Um, if we got to go to work, the ghetto. Like, we have coined this phrase, like, the ghetto, the ghetto. But the ghetto is a real thing and was a real thing. So I looked up the definition. Ghetto means a part of a city, especially a slum area, occupied by a, minor- a minority group. And technically, when you look up the ghetto... You will see a lot of stuff pop up about the Jewish communities um, during the Adolf Hitler um, era, right? And then another definition said put in or restrict to an isolated or segregated area or group. And then the slang meaning of ghetto means noting something that is considered to be unrefined, low class, cheap, or inferior, or inferior, okay? So those are the definitions of ghetto. And again, I know I'm talking real slow right now, or maybe I'm talking fast and I don't know, notice, um, but chow, 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 your girl is still a little tired. So I'm going to read Joshua chapter one, verses five through 11, Joshua chapter one, verses five through 11. And it reads like this. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land to, I'm sorry, of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. I'm going to read verse 11 again. Go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. So point number one, some of you are moving below what God has for you because you are forgetting that God is with you. In other words, you play it safe. Settling is safe. Settling with some of the people you're you're settling for, settling for some of the opportunities that you settle for is safe. Staying in your comfort zone is safe. Your prayers, our prayers have been safe and it's easy to settle. I say this all the time. It's easy to settle. It's easy to stay in your comfort zone and it's easy 
to pray safe prayers, right? But God wants us to move beyond playing safe, right? Because what he has for us is on the other side of safety, right? So some of us are moving below what God has for us because we are forgetting that God is with you, right? It says that God is with us wherever we go, right? So let's start acting like it. When we go to the job interviews, when we when we pray our prayers, let's pray as if God is with you. Not if, but that we know that God is with us, right? When we're trying to battle if we should let something go or should we continue to entertain it, let's remember that God is with us. Number two, walk with God daily in courage. He has given you all you need, the time, the talent, and the treasure. God got you. Why would God daily encourage? It says three times in just those short amount of verses, be strong and very courageous. Be strong and very courageous. He's giving you everything that you need, the time, the talent, the treasure. He'll give you the ideas. He'll grant you the wisdom. You just got to ask him for it. But it's already available for us. But some of us walk around like we don't have a father, a spiritual father, who owns everything and has everything that we need. Everything that we need is found in God. Everything that we could ever desire can be found in God, but you have to tap into what God has for you. Number three, God wants to use you to bless others. In verse six, it said, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their ancestors to give to them. God wants to use you to bless others, but how can he bless you? Well, no, let me not say that. How can God use you to bless others when you don't even see yourself the way that he sees you, right? Because he's trying to use us to bring people back to his kingdom. He wants to use us. For example, how can God use me to remind y'all every week on this podcast how awesome you are, that God has great plans for you, that God wants you to be the head and not the tail? If I'm not living a lifestyle that shows that I believe that I'm the head and not the tail, if that makes sense. So God wants to use you to bless others. He wants to use you to bless others. He's going to use you to show your family members what's possible when they turn their hearts back to him. He's going to show other women and other men what life is like when you live for God and you live with God, live for God for real. Right. What happens when you're obedient to what God tells you to do when you walk by faith and not by sight? He wants to use you to be an example to others around you and even people that you may not even know. God wants to use you to bless others. He wants to use you as a vessel. Number four, some of us are living below our means because we are trying to make our own decisions. We are trying to follow our own rules. This isn't the season to disobey God or to do your own thing. Let me say that again. Some of us are living below our means, so we're living in the ghetto because we, and this is not, I'm not, when I say the ghetto, y'all, let me be clear. I am not speaking like literally. I'm speaking 
we're being ghetto spiritually, we're being ghetto emotionally, we're being ghetto mentally, right? And if you don't remember what I mean by that, then go back to the definitions for at the top of the show or go Google the definitions of ghetto, all right? But number four, some of us are living below our means because we are trying to make our own decisions. We are trying to follow our own rules. And in this season, we cannot afford to disobey God or to do our own thing. Verse seven says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go when you follow God you're going to be successful I listened to an episode not an episode but I listened to a sermon um by Pastor Stephen Furtick a few weeks ago maybe two weeks ago and he talked about the true definition of success because the world will tell you that you're successful if you have this certain amount of money in your bank account or you're successful if you're married by a certain age or that you have children by a certain age or if you're running businesses after businesses right or if you have a bunch of followers on instagram or on twitter you feel me like that is what the world will tell you is successful right but god is telling us what is success right here that we follow the law that he's given us so we follow his word right if we are obedient to him if we don't turn to the right or to the left that we will be successful wherever we go Number five, some of you are living ghetto because you're a punk when it comes to the devil. He plays with our insecurities and we believe the lies. He plays with our finances and we feel like we're going to be broke forever. And this season, we have to fight the devil back. We have to dog walk him. Like I used to say last year, we have to dog walk the devil. So how do you dog walk the devil? You read God's word and you find out what God's truth is about you in your life. So you pray, you praise, you cry if you need to. And then you begin to manifest the word of God over your life. And remember that God is with you wherever you go. God is with you wherever you go. And so you have no reason to fear the enemy. So some of us are living below our means because we are afraid every time the enemy tries us. And he going to probably try me after I release this episode today. But every time the enemy tries us, we want to run and hide. No, God has given you more authority than, than that. It says greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You have authority. Right. You have authority to fight back the devil. The word says to resist the enemy or resist the devil and he will flee. Resist that bad boy. Don't walk him if you have to. But stop being a punk. Because he's causing you to live below what God has for you. He'll use your past. He will use lies to make you feel like you don't deserve what God has for you. And let me be clear. None of us deserve what God has for us. And thank God that he does not give us some of the things that we do deserve, that our sin deserves, right? But none of us deserve on our own what God has for us. But by his grace and by his mercy, and because we are his children, he wants to bless us with great things, right? He has great plans for our lives. But the enemy will use different tricks and schemes, usually the same tricks and schemes every season to talk us out of walking in what God has for us to try to talk us out of walking in the authority that God has given us. So you have got to fight back the devil and that's really not realistically for some of us that's easier said than done. Cause I'm not going to lie. When I go through something, usually I want to get in my feelings and then pray about it. But I've been trying more in this season to pray about it before I get in my feelings about it. You feel me? Number six, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. It says, um, 
in verse, 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 verse. Hold on, y'all. It says verse, let's start with verse eight. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate it. Meditate on it day or night, day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And let's drop down um, to verse 11. Go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan. Here's to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you. For your own. That's not what I wanted to read. I wanted to read. Hold on, y'all. Okay, anyway. Watch your mouth. Command your life, your circumstances, your finances, your problems, and issues to get into alignment with the word and promises of God. Every morning for the past week, I've been telling myself, like, when I pray and I begin to speak over myself, I command that my life and that my day align with the word of God. So you need to watch your mouth. So many of us are living in the ghetto because we put ourselves there because of our mouths, because we talk too much. And we're not talking enough about the right things. We're talking about the wrong things. So in this season, if you're going to gather this ghetto mentality, you have got to watch your mouth. You have to you have to command your life. Your circumstances, your finances, your problems, your enemies, your issues, whatever it is, you have to command that those things align with the word of God and the promises of God. There is life and death. The power of life and death is in the tongue, right? And you have authority to speak those things as if they were. Speak those things, y'all. You have to command that every aspect of your life lines up with the word of God. And next up, number seven. Don't just command your life to align with God. And his promises, but prevent, but prepare the provisions as if God is giving you possession of everything you've been praying for. Don't just command your life to align with God and his promises, but prepare the provisions as if God is giving you possession of everything you've been praying for. Think about the things that you've been praying for lately. Think about the things that you have been asking God for lately. Are you preparing for those things? A lot of us are still in the ghetto because we are praying for these things, but we're not preparing for them. We're praying for things, but we're not preparing for those things. So prepare for the things you aren't even bold enough to pray for. Jesus, pray for the things that you prepare. Excuse me. Prepare for the things that you've been praying for, but also prepare for the things that you aren't even bold enough to pray for. Prepare for your promised land. And number eight, ask God to reveal to you what keeps you living a lifestyle that is beneath the lifestyle that he has for you. There's a scripture in the Bible that says live a life that is according to the purpose of your life. So ask God to reveal to you what keeps you living a lifestyle that is beneath the lifestyle that he has for you. What insecurities do you have? 
What are you holding over your own self that keeps you from walking into everything that God has for you? Some of us tend to self-sabotage. So when we see something coming in our life, we'll kind of talk ourselves out of it. Like, we don't deserve that. Or this couldn't be good. Or this really couldn't be for me because of X, Y, and Z. But ask God to reveal to you what keeps you living a lifestyle that is beneath the lifestyle that he has for you. And number nine, you can only possess what you claim. Listen, you can only possess what you claim. Verse 10 says, so Joshua ordered the officers of the people to go through through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land your the Lord your God is giving you for your own. You can only possess what you claim. So what are you claiming? What are you claiming over your life in this season? Because you can only possess what you claim. And number 10, get ready, start expecting, start confessing, and start possessing. Yes. Y'all, I be, I'm looking through these notes because I forgot I wrote these. Get ready, start expecting, start confessing, and start possessing. And stop living in the ghetto. So get ready for what you're praying for. Start expecting God to do what you've been asking him for. Start confessing those things over your life. And start going after everything that God has for you in this season. Number 11, you were born for this season, this moment to do what God has called you to do. Others may be able to play it safe in this season, but you must play it by faith. I'm going to say that one more time. You were born for this season, this moment to do what God has called you to do. And others may be able to play it safe in this season, but you must play it by faith. You cannot be, you cannot afford in this season to play it safe. I don't know what it is that you're believing God for. I don't know what it is that God has called you to do in this season, but you cannot, you cannot afford, listen to me carefully. You cannot afford to play it safe and you cannot afford to only play it by what you see, right? Because a lot of times you're not going to see what God is doing, but you got to believe that he's doing it, right? You have to believe that he's doing it. So you can't play it safe in this season. You got to play it by faith. And last but not least, number 12, my 12th point. God had already given the Israelites the promised land. He had already given the Israelites the promised land. They only had to take it. So I want to remind you today and this week that whatever God has promised you, it's already yours. Sis, it's already yours, bro. You just have to go and take it. So that takes me back to my 10th point that you got to get ready for it. You got to start expecting it. You got to start confessing it. And you got to start possessing it. But importantly, you got to stop living in the ghetto. And again, this is not a literally a literal thing, right? Because anybody who lives in what people would deem as the ghetto, this is not shots at them or anything. But our mentality our intentions, some of our motives, some of our desires are ghetto. They're below what God has for us. They're below what God has for us. So we need to step our game up. And I pray that this week that you will stop living in the ghetto and that God will begin to reveal to you what it, what is it that keeps you living below what he really has for you? What is it that keeps you living a lifestyle that is below the lifestyle that God has caused you to live? So I'm going to pray 
really fast. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, oh God, for allowing me to wake up this morning to sit down and record this episode, oh God. I pray that it is a blessing to somebody, oh God, that they take away what it is that they need um, and apply it to their life, oh God. Lord, I pray, oh God, that we will get ready to possess everything that you have already promised us, oh God, that we will believe that we're getting it, oh God, that we will expect it, that we will confess it with our mouths, oh God. And we will prepare for everything that we're praying for, oh God. And I pray, oh God, that we will even prepare for the things that we're not bold enough to ask you for yet, God. Lord, I pray that this week, oh God, that we will begin to pray bolder prayers, Daddy. I pray, oh God, that you reveal to us anything or anyone that keeps us living a lifestyle that is less than the lifestyle that you called for us to live, Daddy. And I pray, oh God, that in three days we are... That a blessing just drops in our lap, God. Three days, God. I pray that I get some praise reports that in three days, oh God, that you did a mighty thing for somebody that's listening to this episode, God. And God, last but not least, I pray that our lives, our mindsets, our days and our weeks, our finances, our health, everything that concerns us, oh God. I pray, God, that it will align with the word and the promises of you, God. Lord, I bless you and I honor you. I thank you for my sisters and my brothers that listen to the show, God. I pray that you will bless them as they come and as they go. Bless them in the city. Bless them in the fields, oh God. Bless their families and their friends and everyone that is connected to them in this season, oh God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I have to get ready for work. Well, I'm already ready, but it's time for me to walk out the door. So I need to still upload this episode. I pray that y'all have an awesome week. I love y'all. I really pray that this episode made sense to y'all. Please make sure that you um, share this episode on your social media. Tag me. Tell me your what point you took away or what point you applied the most to your life for this week. Let me know. Don't forget to um, subscribe, rate, and review and to share this podcast with your family your friends your co-workers anybody that you feel this um podcast could bless i love y'all have an awesome week remember to hit me up at dear sister podcast at gmail.com if you need um to talk to me any prayer requests if you need any advice just whatever it is y'all hit me up but i love y'all have a great week